Hey everybody! Welcome to the 10th and final episode of They Didn't Teach Me This in School, a podcast about poverty, culture, and America. This is a really bittersweet moment. I am so, so grateful for all the support that you have shown me over these past few months, and I am so proud of what I've created. It's sad to see it come to an end, but I hope that I've taught each and every one of you something, and I hope that you continue to educate yourselves on these topics. This episode is going to be completely different from the others. It's going to be pretty short, there's not going to be a court case, and I'm not really going to teach you anything. Instead, I'm going to recommend books, films, and other resources that you can turn to in order to further your knowledge of these topics and begin to create change. Although many of these books, films, and resources are specific to one topic or another, I really highly, highly cannot possibly recommend each of them enough, regardless of what topic interests you the most. As I've said in a few episodes, I am not an expert on these topics, and I do not experience the issues that we've discussed firsthand. For that reason, these works are created by scholars and by people of color, and they will give you a much more detailed, personal understanding and perspective of the issues at hand. Of course, all of these resources will be linked on the blog so that you can find them easily. I hope that you enjoy them, and I hope that they inspire you to act. Alrighty, let's get started with my book recommendations. Obviously, this is a tiny sampling of all of the books that you could possibly read, but these are my favorites. These are the ones that I really recommend. Starting up, any of Dr. Ibram X. Kendi's books, especially How to Be an Anti-Racist and the journal that goes along with it, Be Anti-Racist. If you don't know, Dr. Kendi is pretty much the foremost scholar in the country regarding anti-racism and all of his work is incredible. If you have kids, I really recommend Anti-Racist Baby, which is um, like a picture book, and Stamped, which is a recreation of his um, one of his other works called Stamped from the Beginning that is sort of for... I would say a late elementary to middle school age group. Um, so that's really great because it's really never too early to start educating your kids on these topics. I also really recommend The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. Obviously, that's one that I've referenced so much throughout the podcast, especially these last few episodes. But she talks about mass incarceration and specifically how it affects communities of color. It's a really, really educational read. If you want to read something by formerly incarcerated people, specifically people who were wrongfully incarcerated, I recommend The Sun Does Shine by Anthony Ray Hinton or my personal favorite, the book that really got me into all of this in the first place, Chasing Justice by Carrie Max Cook. An amazing, amazing read. It makes you want to probably yell. Um, he was, Carrie Max Cook was wrongfully incarcerated and was put on Texas's death row for two decades before um, prosecutors were held accountable for essentially framing him. So really a great read. I am honestly rereading it right now. It's just as good the second time. I also really recommend Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Brian Stevenson has popped up so much throughout the podcast and his book Just Mercy is incredible. Um, it really talks about um, sort of his life and how he got into what he does now, which um, is the Equal Justice Initiative and um, getting innocent people out of prison. Um, another one that we talked about on the podcast that I really recommend all of you read is When They Call You a Terrorist, which is a memoir by Patrice Conculars. Patrice Conculars is one of the three women who founded the Black Lives Matter movement, primarily in response to the Ferguson Uprising. 
but this memoir specifically is amazing. It goes through her upbringing and her um, sort of experience with racism in America, her family's experience with it, and then it sort of gets into how she created the Black Lives Matter movement, how that came about, um, the effects that it's had, etc. It's an amazing book. I read it in literally, I think, 12 hours. Um, and then finally, I really recommend Women, Race, and Class by Angela Davis. Angela Davis, again, is an incredible, incredible scholar. She's written so much. She's done so much throughout her life. Um, she is an activist and is just so smart. I love her. Um, but Women, Race, and Class, as you can probably tell from the title, goes back to the intersectionality, back from the very first episode back in September, of Women, Race, and Class. It's a really great book. Um, in addition to these books, a lot of the groups that I recommend have reports and articles on their websites, all of which are quicker reads than a book and are incredibly educational. And then finally, um, the 1619 Project, which I referenced so much, especially back um, towards the beginning of the podcast, um, is all mine. And some of the articles I mentioned, some of them I didn't, all of them are amazing. All of them have really amazing authors. So if you find one where you really like the style of writing, you really like the topic, look into the authors. They more than likely have a TED talk, a book, other articles they've written, different things like that. Um, so it'll really just lead you to a vast array of knowledge on each of those topics. Up next, I have four really, really amazing films to recommend to you guys. The first is Whose Streets. It's a documentary. It is incredibly emotional. It absolutely rips your heart out, and it's sort of set in the Ferguson uprisings and their aftermath. Um, it's really, it's honestly just incredible. I can't really put into words how much I loved it. It made me cry, which if you know me, I don't cry at movies really ever but this one really just hit me right in the heart um I think that we can never truly understand what that community went through what it has gone through what it continues to go through but this documentary really sheds a light on it and helps you get very much closer to understanding um next up Just Mercy is a film version of the book it's also very good although as always I would recommend reading the book first the next is Prison State, a PBS documentary that's incredible. It follows a few um, incarcerated and formerly incarcerated people in Kentucky. Um, it is amazing. You just want the best for these people. And it really just shows how the prison system really just fails people um, all the time, constantly. And then finally, 13th. Um, a documentary. I've talked about it so much that I'm sure you guys are kind of just wondering what it is at this point. It's on Netflix. It's also on YouTube. Of course, it'll be linked on the blog, but it is amazing. It has like every scholar you can think of and it's just makes you want to act. It's about the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, which outlawed slavery in the United States, but did say that as punishment for crime, prisoners can essentially still be treated as slaves and used as free or cheap labor. Um, so all four of those I highly, highly, highly recommend. They're hard to watch, they're painful to watch, but they're incredible and I really, really would recommend them for all of you. If you really love podcasts, if that is your preferred form of getting information, um, 
that's my preferred form of getting information, honestly. There are three that I really recommend. Code Switch by NPR. Um, this is a really great podcast that looks at the themes of race, ethnicity, and culture, how they overlap, how they affect our lives, how they affect our communities. It's super interesting. I also really recommend Still Processing from the New York Times. It has two hosts and they look at pop culture and how race plays into it. It's super interesting and it's really topical content. And then finally, the 1619 Project also created a podcast that is really amazing. Um, as far as groups that you can donate to, if that's how you want to create change, but also just kind of keep an eye on, they're always putting out reports, articles, like I said earlier, um, updates on, you know, different cases and things. The first is the Equal Justice Initiative. I talk about it constantly, and I'm so sorry, but it's really amazing. Um, it's Brian Stevenson's organization. Um, they're famous for working with people who are wrongfully incarcerated or more extremely wrongfully put on death row. Um, but they also work with um, kids who are put in adult prisons, prison conditions, um, really all sorts of different things. So that's a really great um, organization. The second is the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union. Um, they look basically at Americans, the civil liberties of Americans. Um, and so they were really involved after the election um, with all the legal challenges that were involved there. They're really involved with um, voting rights and so making sure that people know their voting rights and then also that, you know, polling places are fair and equal and letting everyone who vo vote who should be allowed to vote. And they're also really involved in women's rights. And then the third and final one is Solitary Watch. Solitary Watch is an entirely online um, database, really, that um, is basically a watchdog group for solitary confinement in the United States. Solitary confinement is not really talked about as much as a lot of other issues in the prison system, but it should be. Um, solitary confinement, humans just aren't meant to be alone like that for that long. And so they talk directly with prisoners um, and get that information out to lawyers, the general public, journalists, all sorts of different things. Um, and so they advocate for prisoners in that way, which is really amazing. They're a really amazing group as well. So finally, what can you do to create change in your own life? The first is read, watch, listen to all of these books, films, podcasts, resources, whatever, um, educate yourselves, continue to educate yourselves, and more specifically, educate yourselves via people who are much smarter and have dedicated their lives to this and aren't just filming this in their bedroom like I am. Secondly, invite friends and family to read and watch any of these resources with you so that you can discuss and begin to have those tough conversations with them. Change begins with you, and it begins with you telling the person sitting next to you to read or watch the same thing, and then have those tough conversations with them. Um, next up, support local organizations that are working towards criminal justice reform or whatever you know topic we've discussed on the podcast that um, inspires you the most to act. Um, mine would be criminal justice reform, and... Um, the Equal Justice Initiative, which, again, I talk about constantly, has a great list that's organized by state, which will, of course, be linked on the blog. Next up, continue to educate yourself on the issues. Um, I think that one thing that I didn't 
do the best job on ever and that a lot of these books and movies don't is I kind of assume that you know about the issues already and that is not a great assumption. So once again, the EJI is a great place to start. They have resources organized by issue that you can learn or that you can use to just get a very, very basic idea of what the issue is and what is being done to resolve it. And then finally, vote. Your vote is your voice and can make a change on such a large scale. Do your research and ensure that you are voting for candidates that share your views on criminal justice reform, healthcare, racial equality, and more. Of course, all of this is truly just a starting place. If you're interested in more specific recommendations, please email me. My contact info is on the blog, and I would love to hear from y'all and discuss these issues further. If you read the books that I've listed above, or watch the films, or listen to the podcast, and want to read or get more information, I'm happy to give you my ideas, but I also really recommend that you research the authors of your favorites. All of these resources are created by incredibly accomplished scholars, many of them are people of color, and a lot of them have written a vast array of books or created other resources that cover a wide range of topics. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of our time together. I have so enjoyed creating this project, and I cannot believe that so many of you have reacted so well to it, but I'm glad. I set out to create a resource that would educate people and share this information that I was learning and had never, ever learned in all of my years of education, and... I wanted to share that with as many people as I possibly could, and I think that it worked. Um, I've really loved this project, so I like to think that this isn't truly the end. Um, maybe the podcast will be revived someday, but for now, for this season, this is the end. I hope that I've inspired you guys to create change. I hope that I've inspired you guys to educate yourselves further, and I've really enjoyed this, and I've really enjoyed our time together, and I hope that you have too. So with that enjoy, go out, educate yourselves, educate others, share this podcast with other people if you want to, share my contact information with other people. Um, I really just want all of this to spread as far and wide as it possibly can. So I love each and one of, every one of you very, very much. I'm so glad that you've been on this journey with me, and I hope that you have a very happy holiday season.